All right, all right. Welcome to another wonderful episode of English and Coffee. It's your wonderful host, Demion. Today we are here with a coffee brought to you from Sheets Bros. They started making their own coffee. It's a canned coffee. Um, I wanted something rather cool versus the typical hot coffee that I drink. Um, then they didn't have any iced coffees or any uh, mocha fraps or nothing like that. So we're actually drinking out of a can. The coffee's not too bad. Um, it was about $2.50 for the purchase. I don't know how much caffeine's in here. Let's see. It's got um, contains milk, coffee. It doesn't say the caffeine percentage, but I'm not really worried about that as long as it's got caffeine. Best served chilled or over cold ice is what it says, but um. Alright, we're back. We had a momentary disconnection there. The uh, condensation from the coffee can dropped on my my recorder here but we'll just do a little walking here keep it easy not fishing today but we're at river north park this is a place i typically go um haven't been here in a while on the fishing end i think last time i was here i caught some catfish but we're not about that today we're just out here enjoying the fresh air seeing what's going on going to talk about a few things that we came across earlier in the week um had an interesting situation where I was able to view some of Greenville's finest, as they say, uh, doing some policing activity around the local area. They had uh, tried to apprehend an individual. They were using these different tactics and things to uh, corner or catch. It was about seven, seven squad cars, maybe six on foot, and they were just zipping and zapping around Greenville or near my home community. and. Uh, trying to apprehend the individual don't know if they were successful then stick around to find out but it was a typical day well not typical for my area but a typical day in the life of a criminal justice officer but that's not what this podcast will be entirely about today today we're just uh gonna go into had a few ideas maybe they'll come to me because i just spent some time talking to my mom for a few minutes and uh we were going over uh some some goals and you know things to plan for the year uh, because you know it's already halfway we're at the halfway point of the year and at the beginning of the year I had set myself up with a list of goals and things that I wanted to accomplish and I'm about there but I mean there's still some work that needs to be done so we talked about adding some gasoline some more fuel to the already existing ventures that are in progress at this time uh, I recommend you do the same but we're not going to go ahead and start everything right here in the intro, but that was the intro, and I guess we can go ahead and get to it. Well, I'm already about halfway into this coffee. I'd say it's not bad. It's cookies and cream. It's actually a different, different flavor from the norm. I mean, I don't think I've ever had cookies and cream coffee before, hot or cold, or had McDonald's, but it's a nice taste. Would be good if it actually had some... Uh, ice cream to go with it maybe this is one that I'll heat up one day and put over some ice cream who knows how it'll go but for right now we're just trying to stay out the way not disturb any local fishermen because I know when I'm fishing I hate to hear noise if it's not fishing related I don't want to hear it for the most part but we do have a few a few bugs and things in the background there's a big heron just took off so don't know if you know if I mentioned it, but yeah, we're out here just walking around, meandering, checking out the scene, trying to see what we can see. Hopefully we don't get bit, bit by any snakes. 
you know, wide open space so we don't have to worry about the, uh, the whole distancing thing. I just got to watch my feet and make sure nothing slithers by because that would be an adventure that would definitely be uh, caught live here on the podcast. Some fish busting out over there on the water. Probably some bowfin or something snapping up some brim or a dead fish in the water. Man, it's been a while since I've been out here. I used to be pretty comfortable out here with all these bugs flying around. I mean, I still am. You know, I'd have my off, be fishing, you'd just be consumed in the activity, not really paying attention to what's going on around you. Just because it wasn't important, you were you were fishing. Um, I'll get back out here eventually, but not today, probably not in the next few weeks, but we'll get out here, get a good fish in before the uh, the summer's out. Let's see what else is going on. Got in the markets, as usual. Had a pretty good run with a few new stocks. Been doing a little more day trading, setting some things up. I mean, day trading is kind of where you get your adrenaline rush. Swing trading is where you make your money. Long-term investing holds, you know, if you're just trying to put something in there, like I said it and forget it. So we had some of that going this week. Um, I was listening to, uh, re-listening to a book that I had listened to earlier and the guy had hit on some pretty good marks. He was talking about writing a success journal. So this is a journal basically where you write your accomplishments and things that you're proud of that you achieved each day. So this is a little different from a typical journal that you would make where you write down your dreams, desires, things you want to do, and including what went good in your day. This is specifically things that you did well, you're proud of, that you accomplished in the day. And this book is only for your eyes just because you wouldn't want to show this book to your friends because then it would be like you were bragging or trying to show off all your accomplishments. But in the second listening, I could see how this would be something of value, something of worth, because one, it increases your view of self-worth, how you see yourself, because you're going to look at this book, and the only time you can write in there is when you write down something that you're proud of, some type of accomplishment, some type of achievement. And the more things you have in this book, the better you feel about yourself. Now, as you go to review this book, you'll be looking at it and you'll be like, well, dang, um, maybe, maybe you start off small. Maybe you're just like, maybe you want to have $50 in your account. Maybe you want to get a car. Maybe you want to, uh, I don't know, finish, finish your college course or whatever you got going on. But the thing is, as you start to accomplish these things and write these things in the book, you'll want to put bigger and more audacious goals inside of the book, not goals, but achievements in the book. Cause you'll be like, okay, well, you look in here, you got the classes. You're like, I put out a fire. Maybe you saved a, saved a dog from getting hit by a car. You rescued an animal. Anything you can do, just things that you feel proud of. But you can see how this book could kind of gain momentum because you'll be wanting to write more stuff in the book. You'll be like, okay, I'm tired of writing that. I made it through the day at work or accomplished this or had a good conversation with your mom. Maybe you're like, I want to put in here that instead of your $50, you invested $1,000. Maybe you want to say, okay, instead of making $5,000 this month, maybe you want to say you wrote or made 10,000. So it'll be something to kind of motivate you internally and externally towards bigger and better goals. Because if we don't have something driving us, then we just pretty much stagnate. Some people have those influences in their surrounding environment, the people they spend their time with, coworkers, peers, but for most people, they don't have that. Another interesting point he was mentioning in the book, 
I guess, I mean, I mean, when I went did the first listen to the book, I just went through the book, got the information, got the gist of it. But books, books this dense, you need to continue to go through them repeatedly because you could always pick up nuggets. But he was in there talking about mentors and trainers and things like that and the importance of it. So when you look at a, a top athlete like Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Tiger Woods, anybody that you can think of, Serena Williams, anybody that you can think of that's at the top of their game, right? First, you start off, they have a natural, a natural talent, a natural ability, you know, for athleticism, right? And then this somehow gets nurtured either on their own doing or maybe they had parents that were on them to get out there and bounce the ball or get out there and practice. But at some time, at some point, everybody hits a plateau. And to get over that plateau, you need to push harder than you think you can. When you look at somebody like Michael Jordan, right? Look at somebody like LeBron James. They're in a, they're in a game that anyone can play. And they've played the game longer, sometimes shorter, than other people that have been playing the game. But there's a difference in their results. There's a reason they're on top of the top. The only way to get to the top of the top is to go beyond what you think is even possible. It's, it's, it's not possible or, or uh, imaginable to sit here and think that Jordan said, yeah, I want to retire the greatest player of all time, or LeBron said, yeah, I want to do this, 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 this. He may have said that, but he didn't do that until he already started gaining traction in his training and confidence and belief in himself. So maybe he already knew he was worth, you know, a couple of rings or a couple of championships. Maybe he already felt that. For, for most people, they don't have such audacious goals. Like, I'm going to beat Michael Jordan. Like, nobody sets out to beat a record like that. But there is a um, commonality in this, and I'll see if I can't use this to stitch it together. I was watching something about uh, a world record in a track event. You know, I'm not trying to say the specific track event just because I don't remember the name of it, whether it was the 400, but I want to say it was the mile. It was something dealing with the mile and the fat, running the fastest mile. So there was a man, you know, had a certain record, let's just say 10 minutes, eight minutes, eight minute mile. That was the top thing for years and it stood. Um, it stood there for years. And then one day somebody came and broke that. They ran the mile in a faster time. And then shortly after that, several people broke that record. So one has to ask, what's the reason that it stayed that high for so long or that, that, that original record standing for so long was it that people couldn't beat, you know, the eight minute mile or was it they didn't believe it was possible? So the first time somebody broke that, then the belief that it was possible came about and other people started to push themselves harder. Maybe they spent more time working, training, building, and then they started to break it. I don't even know what it is now, but I'm sure it wasn't that original distance. So there's different ways to get inspiration and different things that push us forward, but the one, you have to have the belief. And that's one of the reasons I always talk about books and how important books are, reading, because it just expands your mind. It opens your mind to the possibility. I'm faced with that every day in my line of work because of the books I read and the things I do, the experiences I have, I meet with a lot of people that just haven't had similar experiences and they don't have the same belief system. And because of those beliefs, lack of experiences or even a whole different table they just don't see the possibility in accomplishing something as simple as getting a job keeping a job getting an apartment getting a car getting back on your feet you know getting off the streets they're like it's not possible because they've been in that state for so long 
reason they've been in that state for so long is because they don't believe it's possible to get out of that state. The moment somebody has a belief that something is possible, then they start moving forward to it. When you see it being done by six, seven people around you, then you're like, oh, well, shoot, I could do it. I could just do the same thing they did, right. But if you don't have those type of people around you with the positive influences pushing you and letting you know that, yeah, you can do it, most people don't ever achieve their full potential. That's why me, myself, you know, I'm studying Russian and things like that. But when it comes to stocks, I got people that I listen to that, you know, have been doing this for 20 years, 15 years. I mean, their bank accounts are just on a whole nother freaking level. I don't need to listen to anybody that's on my level. They can't help me. I don't need to listen to anybody that's below my level. They can't help me. You want to listen to people or get information from people that are doing things 10x, which you're currently doing. They're on 10 levels above you. Um, and the reason for that is because you'll start to see the mindset shift, the difference in the growth, the difference in the level of activity that you will have to put out to achieve those desired results. So even if you don't 10x your current efforts, maybe you could 4x them, but this 4x will be bigger than anything that you conceived was even possible to begin with. It's getting a little, little buggy out here. We just finished the, uh, the canned coffee. That was a short uh, coffee. Was it? I think it's 16 ounce, 16 ounce, 16 ounce coffee. Pretty tasty. It's a little buggy out here. We are walking. It is muggy outside. It's about, I don't know, 85 right now. We got a nice um, precipitation going on from the, uh, the skin here, trying to uh, cool the body down. The humidity is just terrible out here. But I think we'll talk it till we get almost back to the car, and then we'll probably wrap it up. Definitely wasn't the complete intended uh, podcast, but like I said, sometimes we hit record and we don't know what's going to come out. We just talk. It's English and coffee. You should be able to express any idea or thought that you have in English since this is your target language. Uh, but for some people, you know, they just stop when things get hard. You got to be able to step outside of your comfort zone. Because outside of your comfort zone is where things happen. That's such cliche, but it's also true. Think about it. If you want to have a new career, you want to have a new job, maybe you want a new wife, husband, girlfriend, whatever your situation is, new vehicle, you're not going to get it doing the same things that you're doing right now. It's just not going to happen, you know. So you have to do things differently. And it's okay if you need to stay where you're at for a little bit, but eventually, if you want to get to the next level, you're gonna to have to do next level things. You know, let's just say you wanna be able to bench press 350 pounds. If all you can lift is 125 right now, and you're eating the same foods, you're doing the same workout, yeah, I mean, if you got maybe 100 years to sit there and wait till you can get the muscle for, or you can learn from others that's already lifting that weight, or past that weight, and ask them, how could you improve? Because it may be something in your technique, your tactics, just your lack of insight that keeps you where you are. So always be building, always be pushing yourself forward. And we've got a couple of bugs and stuff jumping out of the grass, helicopter flying overhead. I'm gonna leave you all with that one. I've already finished my coffee, so I can't take the last sip with you, but I hope you enjoyed this episode of English and Coffee, and I will see you in the next one.